Welcome to Zikhu Daf Simani Member by Ram Goldrai and Therm Zakas Baba Kama Daf Tsari Hey, the ninth parak Hagozo Eitzin. So the three topics we're going to focus on in a moment. It was Tana Bryce. Ramir says that if one stole a sheep and sheared it, or a cow, and it gave birth, Misham Osav es Gizosev es Vladaseh, he pays, means he returns it, its shearings, and its offspring. Two more opinions are recorded, which are going to be analyzed. The Gemara asks, if Rebbe Meir holds Shinui does not acquire, so the robber does not acquire the shorn wool, nor the born fetus, or although he generally holds Shinui does acquire, he penalized the robber to return the wool and calf. The nafkamin is where the animal physically changed to its detriment, whether the robber can return the animal as is. A mission is eventually quoted in which a dyer dyed someone's wool the wrong color, which Rebbe considers like stealing it, where Rebbe says he pays the owner the original value of the wool, not its new increased value. This proves that his ruling is based on a penalty, which does not apply to his unintentional error. In another version, it's known that Rebmer penalized the robber, and the question is whether he penalizes an unintentional robber as well. The mission proves that he does not. Point number two, in the price I just mentioned, Rabbi Yudah says, The stolen animal returns to its owner as is without the shorn wool and calf. He additionally pays the value of the wool or fetus at the time of the robbery. Rabbi Shimon says, We view it as if it was appraised and placed with him according to its cash value at the time of the robbery, and he pays that amount. Rosvid explains, They argue about improvements which are still attached to the stolen item. For example, the animal grew wool or became pregnant in his possession. Rebuta holds they belong to the original owner since he says the animal is returned as is, including additional improvements. Rabbi Shimon, who views the animal as if it was appraised at the robbery, holds all improvements belong to the robber who acquires them with the shinui, even while attached. Rabbi Papa says both agree that the robber owns improvements that are attached to the animal. Rebuta holds he owns them completely, whereas Rabbi Shimon holds he owns them for a half, a third, or a quarter, the customary rate for an animal's caretaking. And pointing with you, Ravash related a question raised regarding Rabbi Shimon's opinion that the robber has a right to a share of the improvements attached to the animal. When the robber's share is paid out, is it with money that we remove him? Or perhaps he takes his share from the meat of the calf itself. This is a result from a statement of Shmuel. There are three people for whom we assess the improvements they made to the land, and we remove them from their share in the land through a money payment. Number one, Bechor pays cash to his brother for his share in improvements they made to the estate before dividing it, since the Bechor does not receive double portion in the subsequent improvements. Number two, a creditor pays a buyer who improved the land that the creditor collects. And number three, a creditor pays orphans who improve the land he collects for the father's debt. Tosas explains that in our case too, the victim may buy out the robber's share. So once again, the three points are number one. And Bryce Ramirez says that if one stole a sheep and sheared it, or a cow and it gave birth, he pays, means he returns it, its shearings, and its offspring. Two more opinions are recorded, which are going to be analyzed. The Gemara asks, if Rebbe Meir holds Shinui does not acquire, so the robber does not acquire the shorn wool, nor the born fetus, or although he generally holds Shinui does acquire, he penalized the robber to return the wool and calf. The nafkamin is where the animal physically changed to its detriment, whether the robber can return the animal as is. A mission is eventually quoted in which a dyer dyed someone's wool the wrong color, which Rebbe considers like stealing it, where Rebbe says he pays the owner the original value of the wool, not its new increased value. This proves that his ruling is based on a penalty, which does not apply to his unintentional error. In another version, it's known that Rebmer penalized the robber, and the question is whether he penalizes an unintentional robber as well. The Mishnah proves that he does not. Point number two, in the price I just mentioned, Rabbi Yudah says, The stolen animal returns to its owner as is without the shorn wool and calf. 
He additionally pays the value of the wool or fetus at the time of the robbery. Rabbi Shimon says, We view it as if it was appraised and placed with him according to its cash value at the time of the robbery, and he pays that amount. Rosvid explains, They argue about improvements which are still attached to the stolen item. For example, the animal grew wool or became pregnant in his possession. Rebuta holds they belong to the original owner since he says the animal is returned as is, including additional improvements. Rabbi Shimon, who views the animal as if it was appraised at the robbery, holds all improvements belong to the robber who acquires them with the shinui, even while attached. Rabbi says both agree that the robber owns improvements that are attached to the animal. Rebuta holds he owns them completely, whereas Rabbi Shimon holds he owns them for a half, a third, or a quarter, the customary rate for an animal's caretaking. And pointing with you, Ravash related a question raised regarding Rabbi Shimon's opinion that the robber has a right to a share of the improvements attached to the animal. When the robber's share is paid out, is it with money that we remove him? Or perhaps he takes a share from the meat of the calf itself. This is a result from a statement of Shmuel. There are three people for whom we assess the improvements they made to the land, and we remove them from their share in the land through a money payment. Number one, Bechor pays cash to his brother for his share in improvements they made to the estate before dividing it, since the Bechor does not receive a double portion in the subsequent improvements. Number two, a creditor pays a buyer who improved the land that the creditor collects. And number three, a creditor pays orphans who improve the land he collects for the father's debt. Tosas explains that in our case too, the victim may buy out the robber's share. All right, so now we go to Simadav Tzadi Hay, and our standard simon is at Sahal Tank Commander. At Sahal Tank Commander. So here goes. The tank battle between the thief returning a stolen sheep he sheared, along with his shearings, and the thief returning a stolen sheep with the wool that grew in his possession, was interrupted when a Bechor stepped onto the field to pay his brother with cash for his share in the improvements they made to the father's estate before dividing it. So once again, it's a motion. The tank battle. Tank. That must be more tough. Sadi hates Sahal tank commander. The tank battle between the thief returning a stolen sheep he sheared, along with the shearings, which reminds us, it was taught in a brace where Mary says that if one stole a sheep and sheared it, or a cow, and it gave birth, he pays, means he returns it, its shearings, and its offspring. The more asks if Rameer holds Shinui does not acquire, so the robber does not acquire with the shorn wool, nor the born fetus, or although he generally holds Shinui does acquire, he penalized the robber to return the wool and the calf. So the tank battle between the thief returning a stolen sheep he sheared, along with the shearings, and the thief returning a stolen sheep with the wool that grew in his possession, which reminds us, in the same brace where Yudah says, The stolen animal returns to its owner as is, without the shorn wool and calf. He additionally pays the value of the wool or fetus at the time of the robbery. Rabbi Shimon says we view it as if it was appraised and placed with him according to its cash value at the time of the robbery, and he pays that amount. Rosvid explains, They argue about improvements which are still attached to the stolen item, meaning the animal grew wool or became pregnant in his possession. Rabbi holds they belong to the original owner, since he says the animal is returned as is, including additional improvements. Rabbi Shimon, who views the animal as if it was appraised at the robbery, Robbery holds all improvements belong to the robber who acquires them with Shinui even while attached. So the tank battle between the thief returning a stolen sheep he sheared, along with his shearings, and the thief returning a stolen sheep with the wool that grew in his possession, was interrupted when Bechor stepped onto the field to pay his brother with cash for his share in the improvements they made to their father's estate before dividing it, which reminds us, Shmuel said, There are three people for whom we assess the improvements they made to the land, and we remove them from their share in the land through a money payment. 
The first one being a Bechor pays cash to his brother for his share in improvements they made to the estate before dividing it, since the Bechor does not receive a double portion in the subsequent improvements. So once again, the tank battle between the thief returning a stolen sheep he sheared, along with his shearings, and the thief returning a stolen sheep with the wool that grew in his possession, was interrupted when a Bechor stepped onto the field to pay his brother with cash for his share in the improvements they made to their father's estate before dividing it. All right, so now it's time for Four Bechabach Hazara. Daf Tzadiyav. So the similar Daf Tzadiyav is an exit sign. So here goes. The judges who are busy assessing the old detached exit sign, exit sign, that must move on Daf Tzadiyav. Say, the judges who are busy assessing the old detached exit sign that was used to assault someone was capable of breaking the victim's arm, which reminds us, Gemara asks, Yesh Omer Lenizokin is an assessment made for damages to determine if the weapon was capable of inflicting them. O ain Omer Lenizokin. Or is an assessment not made for damages? Is an assessment only made for killing where some weapons can kill but others cannot, as opposed to damages, which can always be attributed to whatever weapon was used? Or is an assessment made for damages as well? So the judges who are busy assessing the old detached exit sign that was used to assault someone was capable of breaking the victim's arm, were startled when a tall man started banging his head against the newly installed exit sign to injure himself, which reminds us that Gamora brings him out focus if one is permitted to wound himself. So the judges who were busy assessing the old detached exit sign that was used to assault someone was capable of breaking the victim's arm, were startled when a tall man started banging his head against the newly installed exit sign to injure himself as a punishment for cutting down a fig tree while it was still producing fruit, which reminds us, Rav said that a palm tree that bears a cup of dates is forbidden to cut down. Rabbi Chinina said that a son, Shivachas, died prematurely only because he cut down a fig tree while it was still producing fruits. Dav Tzadi so the similar Dav Tzadi is a Tzav, a turtle. So here goes. The man who gave a thousand turtles, turtles, that must be more on Dav Tzadi Beis, Tzav, turtle. The man who gave a thousand turtles from his turtle farm to the man he injured as compensation, but was told he wouldn't be pardoned until he asked forgiveness, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, Although the assailant gives the victim compensation, he's not pardoned until he requests forgiveness from him, as we find a Kushbar who told Avimelch to appease Avram for taking Sarah until he would forgive him and devon for him. The Mishnah adds that a victim who refuses to forgive is considered cruel because we find that Avram devon for Avimelch and he was healed. So the man who gave a thousand turtles from his turtle farm to the man he injured as compensation, but was told he wouldn't be pardoned until he asked forgiveness, was waiting for the injured party to finish davening for the Rafua Shlema of a friend, which his wife was also in need of, which reminds us, sources are brought for the saying, anyone who asks Hashem for mercy on his fellow's behalf, and he himself needs that very thing, he's answered first, one of the sources being that Avram davened for Avimelech, and Akush Baruch remembered Sarah, and she became pregnant. So, the man who gave a thousand turtles from his turtle farm to the man he injured as compensation, but was told he wouldn't be pardoned until he asked forgiveness, was waiting for the injured party to finish davening for the refuah shlema of a friend, which his wife was also in need of, when he was approached by a man in need of a livelihood who asked if he could get hired to work on his turtle farm. Which reminds us, Rabbi Mamari said that the source for the saying, a duck stoops as it goes, but its eyes peer afar looking for food, is from Avigal's statement to David Amalek, and Hashem shall deal well with my master, and you shall remember your handmaid. Although she convinced David not to kill her husband Naval, she prophesied that he would die, and hinted that David should remember her afterward and take her as a wife. Rashi says this teaches that one's humility should not prevent one from asking for his needs, whether in Torah's livelihood or claiming payment of a loan. Daf Tzadi Gimel, so the similar Daf Tzadi Gimel is a train chugging along. So here goes. When the train conductor had a heart attack and died, train conductor, that must be on Daf Tzadi Gimel, a train chugging along. 
When the train conductor had a heart attack and died, right after asking Hashem to judge the train driver for being late, which reminds us, Rav Hanan said, Hamoser din al-chavero, one who gives over judgment of his fellow to heaven, asking a Baruch Hu to judge him, who ne'enashtchila, he's punished first for his own sins. Rashi and Rosh Hashanah explains he scrutinized to determine if he deserves to have his fellow punished because of him. We find that Sarai told Avram, Hamas Yalecha, my injustice upon you, let Hashem judge between me and you, and she died earlier than Avram. So when the train conductor had a heart attack and died, right after asking Hashem to judge the train driver for being late, no one noticed the guzzling stealing smooth wood and making it into a coffin to sell, which reminds us, the ninth parak begins, a gozo eitzim ba'asam kelim, one who steals pieces of wood and makes them into utensils, semer ba'asam begadim, or pieces of wool, and makes them into garments, mishalm kashas hegzela, pays their value at the time of the robbery. Since he acquired them with a shinui, a physical change, he pays their original value and he keeps the stolen items. The Mishnah implies that his earlier acts of planing the wood and whitening the wool, respectively, were insufficient to acquire them, which contradicts a Bryce's thing that one does acquire with these acts. Abai explains that the Mishnah discusses one who stole boards, which he assembled into a chest, or already spun threads of wool, which he wove into a garment. So when the train conductor had a heart attack and died, right after asking Hashem to judge the train driver for being late, no one noticed the guzzling stealing smooth wood and making it into a coffin to sell, nor his accomplice acquiring wool he stole by whitening it, which reminds us, Abraisa teaches that one who whitens stolen wool acquires it. This contradicts a mission regarding Rashi's gaze, and Rava says that both statements are Rabbi Shimon's, but distinguishes between cleaning the wool by hand, which is insignificant, and cleaning through combing, which is significant. Dav Sadi Dalad, so the similar Dav Sadi Dalad is a hunter. So here goes. The hunter, hunter, that must be more Dav Sadi Dalad. Sad. The hunter who pointed his rifle at a thief to prevent him from making a bracha on wheat he stole ground and separated chawa on, which reminds us, a bylist five to nine who hold shinui bin koma omed, an item which underwent a change, stays in place and is not acquired. One of them being Rabbi bin Yaakov who said that if one stole wheat and made bread with it, then separated chawa, he cannot make a bracha. Ein zimavarak elmanites, this is not blessing Hashem, but blaspheming him to make a bracha over stolen goods. Rav rejected every proof and said that in this case, a bracha is different because it's a mitzvah haba So the hunter who pointed his rifle at a thief to prevent him from making a bracha on wheat, he stole ground and separated chala'an, refused to take illegally obtained money that a gazan was trying to return to him because he knew his rabbi would not be happy with him, which reminds us it was taught in Bryce ha-gazlanim umavi baribas shechiziru, robbers and lenders on interest who attempted to return their legally obtained money in makabun mehen, their victims should not accept it from them. And one who does accept it from them, a spirit of the Chachamim is not pleased with him. Yochan said this was enacted in Rebbe's time because of an incident in which someone wished to return his ill-gotten gains until his wife warned him that if he would repent, he would not even keep his belt, which he stole, and he refrained from repenting. So the hunter who pointed his rifle at a thief to prevent him from making a bracha on wheat, he stole ground and separated on, refused to take illegally obtained money that a gazan was trying to return to him because he knew his rabbi would not be happy with him, but didn't turn away the children returning his high-powered binoculars that their father stole from him because of their father's honor, which reminds us of a state in the Bryce that if a father stole and left his children a cow cloak or any distinct object which would be recognized by the public as being illegally obtained, they are obligated to return it because of their father's honor. The Gemara wonders why they must protect their father's honor for the Pasuk says, And a prince among your people you shall not curse, implying this is only when he acts according to the deeds of your people, but one who sins is not entitled to honor. The Gemara answers, The cases where the father repented before dying, but did not manage to return the illegally obtained item before he died. All right, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, 
which stuff they're going to Rebbe is to kind of not to accept payment from Gazlanim and Mavi Ribbis. That's on Duff. Sadi Dalad. Good number two, wish to do in the one's humility should not prevent him from asking for his needs, whether in Torah's livelihood or claiming payment of a loan. That's on Duff. Good number three, which stuff do we learn? The one who asks Hashem to judge someone is punished first for his own sins. That's on Duff. Good number four, which of the one of pays cash to his brother for his share in improvements they made to their father's estate before dividing it? That's on Duff. Good number five, which of the one called Mavakish Rachimim Achavero, That's on Duff. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn about the status of a Nixay Malug slave? Whether he goes free if his tooth or eye were knocked out by the wife or the husband. That's on Dav. Pay task. Good number seven. Which of the one if one stole wheat and made bread with it and then separated Chawa? He cannot make a bracha as it's blaspheming Hashem. That's on Dav. Good number eight. Which of them about Rimer's opinion that a guzzlin also returns the shearings and offspring of a stolen animal? That's on Dov. Tzadihei. Good number nine. Which stuff do we ask in a case where the Sanhedrin witnesses a murder whether the judges can act as aiding? That's on Dov. Tzadihei. Good. And number ten. Which stuff do we ask Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Shimon regarding Shevach Shal Gabi Gezela? For example, where an animal grew wool in the guzzlin's possession? That's on Dov. Sadi hey, excellent. That comes today's year. This is everybody. Ramgold from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.